welcome to The Heartful Truth. This is your host, Evan Octobers, and my co-host here, my sister, Meli. Uh, today is episode, correct me, Meli, if I'm wrong, but I think it's episode five, right? Or I think it's six, six. already. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, oh. <laughs> it's been a long, it's, we started this in March, and it's already, we're almost uh, near the end, which is kind of cool. But yeah, it's episode six, uh, and today's topic is navigating life as a woman. Uh, we wanted to have... Uh, a dope guest, obviously a woman to like support and also to to talk about this topic with us. We've been wanting to balance our guests uh, with women and uh, men creatives. Um, so today we have talented singer, songwriter, uh, just an overall artist from Bakersfield, California. Uh, she also used to be a promoter um, and has uh, experience in organizing events as well and ran an open mic. So without further ado, I'm going to bring out Stephanie Soul. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, how's it going? Hey, thank you so much for <laughs> joining you. us today. Thank uh, you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. So I'll pass it on to my co-host, Melly here to get it started, and then we can begin the conversation. All righty. To get the conversation started, I'll start off with the first question. Um, can you tell us about your upbringing and a little about your family? Um. Uh, Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. I. A lot. Um, well, I was born and raised in Bakersfield, California, um, which is probably about two hours out from LA, um, depending on where you're at in LA. But um, I was raised in a family that um, wasn't really, um, how do you say, close knit. Um, you know, my parents dealt with a lot of demons during the time when I was growing up. Um, I was always free to roam wherever I wanted to go at a young age. So I learned a lot at a young age at that time. Um, there is still a lot of love in my house, but it was, I'll be honest, it was, it was a lot of brokenness, um, in my home and there was a lot of, um, obstacles and a lot of negativity around. Um, so during my upbringing, like I just always tried to get away from all that by like I turned to drinking at a young age smoking um not so much of experiencing a lot with drugs just a lot of alcohol during that time but yeah um yeah that's my yeah my honestly I haven't had that question asked so thank you for asking yeah. me um yeah. it's a really touchy subject yeah. for me just because yeah. I man like at 12 um, 11, 12 years old, I was taken away from my parents. Um, and they were, I had to see my parents during, through visitations. We would mm -hmm. go to this place, um, that they have, um, out here in Bakersfield where you, they're like watch visits, they're like supervised visits. Mm -hmm. And they literally like watch us through this glass. And then me and my parents would like be in this room, like kind of like visiting. It was kind of mm -hmm. weird, but we did that for a year. And um, it was me and my sister. Um, um, I have two siblings, but it was me and my sister. Mm -hmm. um, my older brother is way older than me. So he, okay. during that time, a lot of um, experiencing a lot of mental illness in my family. Mm -hmm. So like my mom is bipolar. Um, my older brother, he's schizophrenic. So okay. there was a lot of those challenges. Yeah. Um there was just a lot going on. I'll, I'll keep it real. There was yeah. so much going on in my home. Yeah. Um, so it was, so that's why like, I usually like now being who I am and being who I want to be is very mm -hmm. important. And um, I feel like I'm being understood now and I'm able to have an outlet to where I didn't have, and I didn't know I had um, music to lean on yeah. until late, later when to, in my twenties but I've always sang and I've always done stuff like that. But my upbringing was very, very um, different. Um, and now that I look back, it was, it's super hard to sometimes talk about. Yeah, um, definitely. Just because I didn't have those type of relationships. Like I'm such a loving yeah. person. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when people hear my background, they're like, oh shit. Like you didn't grow up with any love and you didn't grow up with any guidance. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's so important for me to have, um, women events. So yeah, young women when, like me at that age can, you know, maybe get a catch on or an ear on for the events I throw and have 
all ages come and being able to be inspired by some type of woman figure or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, I can do it too. And that's pretty much where, how my upbringing was. It was very hard and um, different, but looking back, I'm grateful for it because it showed me how to be a non-selfish person and yeah. to understand mental illness more because mental illness is a very, very important topic that a lot yeah. of people don't address. And I think some people become embarrassed of their mentally ill yeah. or mentally ill, I put in quotations, because um, they're not necessarily mentally ill. It's just a chemical imbalance where mm -hmm. they see things different. And yep. I feel like saying mentally ill is labeling them as a disease or that's true they have you know like yeah that's, that's what i was gonna say like for you like sorry to interrupt you but like about like <coughs> like the the word mental health I, I prefer like that term right like mental health and like because like you said mental yeah. illness has that negative connotation yeah. like i was i was gonna ask that was my next question was gonna be like for you like do you feel like you obviously said that you advocate for women because of the you know the childhood and what you went through but do you feel also because you had two family members that dealt with mental health issues um that you kind of advocate for that as well, do you think? Or is that something that's still kind of uh, a topic that maybe might be difficult for you to talk about? I'm, it's both. It's yeah. both. But I, um, it's definitely both. But I definitely want to be an advocate for, for understanding mental health and understanding um, the signs or understanding yeah. how you can, um, how do you say it, like, living with mental yeah, um, someone with a mental imbalance and stuff like that because um it's important i was i had and i this is so um odd probably to some people but i always find myself like stumbling upon random things or like random history or so i was like um there's this thing called a lobotomy yeah yeah. And a lobotomy is what they used to do when they didn't understand why patients were, mm -hmm. uh, they were mentally insane or they were mentally imbalanced. Um, but a lot of family members would literally ship their, um, their kids off where they didn't understand their mental health and just kind of like treat them as if they were a burden or an outcast. Yes. And um, that really hurt me because I'm like, man, you know, and it does get hard. Um, it gets hard. My mom is bipolar. I don't have a good relationship with her. I do um, try to have a lot of patience because yeah. that's key. Um, and maybe like shift her direction to like different conversations. Like you have to have, you have to legit have like the most patience. I know having kids, you have to have patience, but like with, with like your mom and, and dealing with that all your life, um, yeah. you just learn kind of, kind of to have maneuver through it. And, um, to my brother committing, trying to commit suicide at 18 years old. And there's just so much things that, um, went on during my life that taught me a lot and taught me to be grateful for it. Probably more prepared for life and how I look, look at things like homeless people, you know, when yeah, yeah. you're in Bakersfield, it's a big issue. Um, I guess it's a big issue for the city, but I feel like what's lacking is the understanding of mental exactly. health. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, they just want to build homes and then just give them showers and then they're okay. But really mental, like people who are homeless, I feel like they've been displaced by family members or, you know, drugs and drugs are obviously man-made. Um, at least that's my belief. Um, they are made and they're injected into society. And then it's kind of like, like, it's like a circle thing. It's kind of like, there's no way out of it. If everything that was, that's drugs was created in like labs and yeah, stuff like that. It's like that. a revolving door. It's like when they say that there's a liquor store at every like <clears throat> bad area, but when you yeah. go to like a su suburb, mm -hmm. you don't really see liquor stores at every Or corner. they're like more nicer the way they, in the area where they put them, them mm -hmm. yeah 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 so that's why i'm like man yeah childhood for me was crazy though <laughs> but it prepared me for a lot it prepared me for a lot of uh, constructive criticism it prepared me um, as a woman to be tough to be assertive yeah. um that's one thing i will say is my mom is very assertive she knows what she wants um that's one thing i did learn and i don't blame my mom for being yeah. um 
for treating me the way she treated me when she when I was younger because she was learning. Um, yeah, yeah. And I can't blame her for that. I can't. I I'm a growing mom too, and I really didn't have my mom to lean on when I was pregnant and um it's a learning process like I said that's all really life is is, is learning and stuff like that yeah so. it's good like I mean you should be like proud of yourself though yeah. because other people might not be as lucky you know like some other people might have ended up being uh, might have not have been as successful you know some people end up like yeah. going down that same path it's like a, a cycle yeah. you know and you you broke that yeah. that cycle you and know? like you said too i think it taught you how to be understanding too because mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. tend to like blame that but you took it in a positive way too you know so that's a good yeah, thing thank you. thank you i appreciate that yeah because without that upbringing and you know, Lord knows I didn't want to bring, yeah. be brought into, for instance, like my family and, and how, you know, how they lived and how you would, I would literally see like raids and, and stuff go down at like my family members mm-hmm. place or just fights to being up late to going home late to having parties at my house. All of this stuff you can fucking think of is literally what went down. And, um, there's like many topics I can talk on, um, talk on, but for the most part, yeah. if it wasn't for those times, I wouldn't be who I am today and be, um, like I said, more understanding and more caring and more yeah. like, okay, they, they've been through stuff. You can't treat them like they, like they're just a demon. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you gotta with care and understanding. So usually like if I'm, for instance, downtown at Jerry's, uh, we were just out there, me and my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of homeless that walk downtown. But, you know, sometimes they'll ask for a cigarette or they'll try to, you know, start. <laughs> and I just start a conversation. I just mm-hmm. answer their question. And then, mm-hmm. you know, once you get yeah. to hearing them talk, obviously, you know, they're um, mentally somewhere else. But mm-hmm. as long as you make them feel like they're one of like they're part of society they'll be cool and then they just kind of just walk away yeah, or whatever that's true but yeah like just treat them like a human because a lot of people forget to treat them like humans i think it's a thing like yeah, i remember yeah. i had a conversation with one and he was like you don't you don't say san diego you say san diego or something like that and i was like oh and I, but i listened to him you know i let him like talk and i'm like yeah, yeah. sure and and i think he appreciated that because then i was i was le- it was like a jack-in-the-box or something and he was like yeah i was like oh you by the way you're really pretty and i'm like oh thank you and i was like i was like well i have to go and i was like okay and then but then afterwards he was like do you have a dollar and then i was like oh i don't have any you know i don't have any cash on me i'm sorry but it's just like i think treating them as as humans and because the people forget about that you know that they're just humans yeah. and they might not yeah. um, have gotten the same help that some of the rest of us got, you know, or mm-hmm. so being understanding again. Um, and my, my yeah. question too, I was going to ask you is like, since obviously you had like, a, you know, a difficult childhood and everything like for you, like who was your, did you have a role model or somebody that you looked up to that might've not even been a family member, maybe just like a friend or somebody outside of, of, uh, your family or that you admired? <laughs> I admired my cousin at the time when we were um, being processed in the system, and then she went ahead and um, got us and, and took custody of us. Mm-hmm. I admired her a lot because she was just this woman who was young. She was a young teen mom. She's pregnant at 15, um, but she managed to um, have this loving household. Like, yeah. everything was just you can tell everything in her household was just full of love and she cared a lot and um she like I said she had the most patience at that time when I was young I didn't even understand what I was going through I didn't even yeah. understand really even understanding periods like <laughs> having a period and and dealing with like learning about sex and stuff and she would always talk to me about it she would always be patient with me and she wouldn't make me feel like it was a burden to speak mm-hmm. about she would make me feel like this is something that you should know and it was a very caring relationship a very caring conversation so yeah definitely my cousin shout out. i always call her mama so shout out to my, mm-hmm. my cousin <laughs> shout out to her yeah <laughs> yeah for real and then um, to the next question, um, what's something you have learned to embrace as a woman? What was the question again? Um, what's something you have learned to embrace as a woman? Sorry, I'm sick. I'm <laughs> like trying to. Being a woman overall. <laughs> Being a woman overall. And not conforming to um, men who feel they are dominant over you because of their masculinity. 
um, yeah, the most, I, every time I feel or I see um, a disrespectful situation to a woman, especially if the woman is just being a woman, mm -hmm. um, I'm like, we hold life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We birthed life. We hold a life in our bodies <laughs> for nine months. And nobody can tell us nothing. So being overall that we are superior as a gender, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And I know men probably won't agree with me through this. <laughs> because they do have hands in yeah. reproduction. But ultimately, we go through so many changes during pregnancy. Yeah. We go through so much emotion, so much, you know, when I hear sometimes like my friends saying about like their pregnant wives or, you know, oh, she's this. She's, I'm like, dude, she is growing another human being in her. Like, mm -hmm. you have to have some type of respect and honor mm -hmm. because exactly. I don't think, <laughs> I don't know any men who can do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, just being a woman overall, um, embracing embracing our gender and embracing that we can do it too. Um, I remember when I worked at this place, it was like a check cashing place. Mm -hmm. And this um, tall lady came in. She's very beautiful. She came in, and she, but she came in with like oil, like all like these jeans <laughs> that had oil on it. She had yeah. a white thing on. Um, and she's like, and I was like, oh, you know, God's talking with her and she told me her what she was doing for work and she was a tool pusher and a tool pusher in the oil fields is like people who bring all these tools to the men and like just hard body and hard work yeah so um yeah just being a woman overall we we have the power to shift a lot of things and we have the power in our voice and, and just being assertive like like I said, nobody yeah. is out here birthing lives like with us. That's true. <laughs> and we have to go through it. And we have to go through pain every every month. So yep, it's like, you know, mm -hmm. you know, like guys. All the hormones <laughs> too. We call it like the, the man flu where the, <laughs> the men get like uh, sick and then they start acting like babies, like have cramps for a month and, and <laughs> tell us how you feel. And, and let us know how <laughs> yeah. yeah, that mm -hmm. and just being like, I, like I, and just being able to hold life. That's yeah. insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and I don't think people really like, or like men or or even some women like i don't really think that they like that's a huge thing it's so huge and um it's such a blessing and and yeah being woman overall like yeah it's good that you bring that up because i was actually i was telling melly like for me like i'm not gonna lie when i was younger and i think it's probably like the culture that uh you're, you're brought up sometimes is like uh, especially like in Latino and Asian culture, sometimes it was like if you had a girl, it was like, ah, uh, like everybody wanted the boy, you know? And I remember even myself, like, I was like, man, I wish sometimes I was a, I was a boy, like, you know, because like you have it easy. But then now, like, as I've gotten older, like, I've, like you said, I've embraced it. And like the fact, like, we give life, like, that's like beautiful. Like without us, like, I mean, the world wouldn't keep going, you know? So yeah. I told Mary, like, yeah, I, I definitely changed my mind. But I think when I, you're a kid, you're so receptive to things you hear. And I remember like before like, Melly was born, because she's younger than me, I was like, I wanted a baby brother. But then I was like, no, like, why do I want a brother? Like, I, a, why is it a, a sister not, you know, like, why wouldn't we want a, a woman, you know? So I was like, no, like, I, I definitely yeah. like turned my, my, my thinking around. But I think, like you said, there's some 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 women and men that feel like, oh, you know, it's like it's better to have like a, a boy in the family. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just it's crazy how that works for like with society. Um, and that kind of brings me to my next question, actually. Like I wanted to ask you, and I'm pretty sure you have a lot of examples, <laughs> but I'll, I'll just I narrowed it to three. <laughs> if you can think of like three of the greatest challenges that you had as like a female, because obviously you're a female artist. Um, navigating like the male dominated industry, like what's some, some challenges that you can think of? Uh, and it can be an ex like examples that you've gone through, or even it doesn't even have to be in the music industry. It can be just as a woman in general. Um, being respected as an artist, as a woman artist. Um, and that's a huge one for me because I, I know I mentioned this in the last interview that, um, a security guard tried to push his male, his male masculinity and, and tried to say that just, just try to be scary. Um, and, and I mean, scary, like he hired his voice, he got loud, 
he's like, I will have, I will end your events, like just cussing and, and being this douchebag. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm just looking at him. Like you look childish one, two, I'm the one who threw the events. You're the, I, I, I'm the reason why you're working tonight. So (laughs) chill out, bro. (laughs) Um, but being, being respected as a woman, and, and because a lot of these musicians out here in Bakersfield, and I just might be everywhere, but I know that some <laughs> musicians here in Bakersfield who are males who feel dominant and they make sexual jokes. Oh, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> if we play that way, okay, there's, there's, there's a boundary. But if it's constant and then you're just making me feel uncomfortable, it's like, look, I understand I'm a woman, that's obvious, but you're going to learn to respect me. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, that's probably been one of the hardest um, for me to be respected as as a as a peer and not Mm -hmm. as a as a sexual icon. Yes. Um, And that shit gets on my nerves to the core because it's like, man, like, I'm just wanting to work. So it's like, to see like female engineers and um, Mm -hmm. female promoters and it's, it's like, yes, hell yeah. Or like female, um, you know, hosts and and podcasts and just seeing females or or women, Mm -hmm. I should say, rise and, and become dominant in those fields where men are supposed to be dominant in. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a beautiful thing. So just being a part of the industry and being a woman was, is, probably my most hardest because I've gotten a lot of weird, (laughs) just a lot of weird um, vibes from certain people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you wish you could, they could just generally support you instead of just saying like comments. Cause like I write poetry. So sometimes like people will like try to be like, Oh, your poetry is nice. But then they'll try to get at you or say something disrespectful. And I'm like, why can't you just compliment my art without (laughs) having to say comments? You know, it's like, uh, okay. Yes, exactly. Like, I mean, that's that's one of, that's one of the biggest I've had to deal with, but also um, being taken serious. Mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah. When I was first announcing that I started doing music and I just started going, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm at this, obviously I'm not where I want to be, um, and that's forever. I'm probably always going to be like that. But I feel like. Um, are you guys still there? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, I feel like a lot of people have this old version of me and it's hard for them to support me. And um, that's fine. It's perfectly fine. But I've had a lot of times where friends are like, they see certain shows I'm on and they're like, what's up? You know, how yeah. you been? Or, you know, they start wanting to come and that's fine because you start, you turn blank stairs into students. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to the grouch for that. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, yeah, being understood, mm-hmm. being understood, being a woman in the industry and being taken serious has been my, probably my biggest obstacles. Um, but yeah. I'm where I, I'm not where I want to be, but I am where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. right there. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, can, <laughs> I can I can relate though. You know, I can relate because like same here. Like uh, when I first initially started, like my because I started first like a, a writing a blog right in San Diego, and so yeah. I go by Seven October. So really, it's kind of a gender neutral type of. Uh, uh, name so nobody really yeah. like and I had a picture but a lot of people don't ever look at the picture you know on your IG and it was funny because people would hit me up and say hey man because I was like doing a hip-hop and horror blog so I guess it was just out of the question for a woman to be doing it right so I just I always thought it was funny and it's crazy yeah right yeah. they just assume right it's like when you say doctor and you just assume it's a male and it's not it can be a female doctor mm-hmm. right so I just thought it was funny but to me like it showed like first of all you didn't take the time to research and find out that I was a woman so right there I was like I don't even want to respond to your message because i'm like you're not even like yeah. you're trying to get on the blog like you should at least research who you're writing to you know and even exactly. when i would go to events yeah it was funny because i would go to events and uh people like guys because obviously it's all mostly men at these shows and so they would like you know handshake other people's and then they would just like pass me like 
Oh, like, like I, it was literally in a circle and they just skipped me, right? And then yeah. somebody would be like, oh, hey, seven Octobers. And then they were like, oh, and then they felt they felt kind of dumb because I was like, you, you could have got an opportunity to get on, you know, the, like a blog uh, or like at least get to know me, but you just kind of just wrote me off. So like stuff like that, I tell many like we have to yeah. like kind of overcompensate sometimes and like fight twice as hard as being a woman not even yeah. in just in the industry, but in general, like yeah. even in when, general, yeah, overall. Yeah. Like if you go even at work, if you go to like an office meeting or something, I'm pretty sure like they'll respect more mm-hmm. a male mm-hmm. than a than a female, right? And like now it's kind of cool, like you said, because I do see it now, at least where I work at, like there's more women in in um, higher positions, like supervisors, presidents, which is cool to see. Uh, yeah. So some stuff is changing and it's good. Uh, but some things obviously there still needs yeah. to be like changes and there's yeah. so many so many things to that still need to work on and I think it's all about like having like this in society because it's like so woven into our society like having they yeah. think that women are less than you know um, so I don't know I'm, I'm trying to like think positive because like you said we also have people that do support us mm-hmm. um, and not yes. just not just no, women but men too like I mean I, I can shout out you know the platform collection team they're, most of the, our team me and Melly are the only females but we have them and they're awesome so I, I don't also don't want to yeah. make it seem like I'm, we're bashing men here you know because yeah. we have like awesome yeah, men no, here right and it's just, but, yeah. it's, it's, that's what I mean like it's de- there's definitely men who support women and yeah. I love that like mm-hmm. yeah like my last woman event, which was Dream Big Niha, there was just, it was dedicated to women, right? In arts. Yeah. yeah. And it was dedicated to women in arts, vendoring, anything you do as a woman that creates, that you create, um, you know, from cooking to baking to, to painting, like, obviously, all of that was highlighted. And my strong thing was to encourage more men to come out mm-hmm. because yeah. they can be inspired too. Because, mm-hmm, yeah. like I'm saying, I'm not absolutely outing men because men are a part of uh, reproduction, but also they are a part of, um, of, for instance, like they're a part of helping us balance who we are as well. Like, and a lot of mm-hmm. probably women wouldn't agree. Some maybe I'm not sure, but I, this is just, this is just me talking about how I feel and what yeah. I think. Um, yeah. We men, we need men. we need men whether we like her or not but um as far as as obstacles though on on that type of level yeah there are men out there Mm -hmm. who take who take us and just look at us as as eye candies and it's like Mm -hmm. dude don't be disrespectful you know what i mean there's some men out there who are like that and then you have men like chris and and everybody at platform collection who are supporting you ladies and yeah that's a beautiful thing and you know that's awesome so shout out to platform collection for being so fucking dope for real thank you shout out to, to the team um and yeah and, and i even wanted to touch on the fact where you said about like some of your friends like not supporting actually me and millie have that conversation all the time and i think we've we even had it with with kilsey um and then we talk about like you know the fact that sometimes your biggest supporters are always going to be the strangers your strangers and then oh, your family and yeah. friends will probably like mm-hmm. hop on like oh. you said when you have a popular show right yeah. or when you're already popping it's like i, I really need the support right now right like you need the support right now yeah. when you have a in- smaller fan base than when you go blow up you know mm-hmm. yeah no definitely because um that's and it's not even if they if whether they did or not it's just the fact that that was one of the things that it was everybody was kind of like what what and then they just kind of see me like climbing and they're like oh shit okay so she's really doing it so yeah um shout out to all my friends and shout out to you guys for supporting me and and just always giving me a platform where i can actually speak my truth and speak um about what i've been through and get to know me a little better person um yeah but i those are three things that i've that i know that i've had obstacles like had an obstacle with but i think mainly right now like in this moment is is a lot of depression and a lot of trying to find who i am yeah Um, there's a lot of that going on there's a lot of crying that i that i've been doing there's a lot of um you know there's there's times where I don't feel at my best and there's times where I feel like I'm lacking or I feel defeated. And then there's times where I'm like super, super excited. But for the most part, I think just battling um, what's around me and trying not to be so embedded on um, 
things that I can't control. That's, that's true. yeah, yeah. That's we can awesome. definitely relate. Me, like, like literally, what you just said is like is relatable this week. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if it's our hormones as women. I don't know what it yeah. is. But like, there's days where you're yeah. like you're high, and then you're all of a sudden low, feeling low out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and just not and. I, you know, there's there's just a couple of people who you talk to about mm-hmm. things like that, and yeah. um, I try I I try too much to put it keep it into myself, which I probably shouldn't, yeah. Um, yeah. or I write it down. But um, it's been super hard to be like really outspoken when it comes to like being depressed and keeping that like in, you know, and. Yeah. Like, what's some of the things you guys do? Do you guys ever get depressed, like, or overwhelmed, or do you guys have breakdowns? Is it, how do you... Oh, yeah. I'll let Billy answer first. (laughs) Definitely, I think meditation has helped me out a lot. Meditating, um, and I think writing, because I write poetry, so I feel like writing and expressing myself sometimes, because I think, yeah, sometimes you can't always... You want to express it to someone, but you just don't know how to even put it into words sometimes. So I feel like um, either, yeah, like writing it out, meditating. Um, sometimes you just need alone time, but I think sometimes it is good to talk to other people because sometimes keeping it inside is not always a good thing either. Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you for that. Yeah, because I know that sometimes I'll keep it in. And yeah. when I keep it bottled in, there'll be a day where I'm just crying yeah. everywhere and just not wanting to be around a lot of people and just kind of putting myself um and like isolated right yeah Yeah, because that's the thing i do like it's one of the things i told melly like i am working on too is like when i like i'm feeling like down or or depressed or something like that like for me i isolate myself because kind of like i think what you were going to say is like at least for me when i'm hanging out with someone i don't want to be the debbie downer like i I don't want to bring that negative right because then i'm like i don't want to be that person that like passes on to somebody else so i isolate myself which is a bad thing though because like you said it's good to have that small circle of friends and luckily like i have my sister here meli but i also have like the good thing is with platform collection like our team we actually can talk about these topics so it's good to have at least like a couple people that understand because like you said you can't just say it to anybody because then there's Mm -hmm. some friends that you really can't because they don't understand it's not that they just don't care it's just they don't understand understand. and then it makes you feel like weird yeah. Yeah. And what you don't understand, and you just kind of like, uh. Is that when I, somebody cries for me? Yeah. Like when somebody starts crying, I'm like, I'm awkward. So it's like it's the same thing. If somebody, <laughs> so it's like if somebody's sad, you know, like I've learned to get better at that. But like I think that's what it is with people. Like you said, if you haven't really gone through, it's like when you lose a loved one, right? If you've never lost someone, you can't really help that person cope with loss because yeah. you you've never felt that. Um, so it's kind of like similar to that too. I think sometimes just listening to the person too, because sometimes you might say something and it might come off the wrong way. So I think sometimes just being there for the person and like letting them vent, like maybe they just need someone to just hear them out. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And I, 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 that's why like my sister that I, we're a year apart Yeah. and, um, we're like this, like, sometimes I will just text her like a journal (laughs) and she's like and she'll like reply back it's okay like it's like it's just it's just like there's like this chemistry we have where she can text me too and just like a journal and then you know I'll be away for like an hour and then I'll just get back to her you know because we work you know I Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I do work during the day um but for the most part, yeah, me and my sister are definitely, um, how do you say it? We're like uh, like two pieces in a pod because yeah. we grew up with those struggles and we grew up with trying to understand why we were in these situations yeah. or having to always watch out for her or having to protect her and always be this mother figure for her at a young age. Um it was tough, I think, and just trying to heal my child trauma is, has been the toughest, and I don't think I've been really successful at it. Um, I think doing music has mm-hmm. gotten me more there. It's more therapeutic. Yeah. But I don't really think I'm at a point where I'm healed from what I've went through, and um talking about it helps me and I hope it helps anybody else listening to this interview yeah. too if you have any type of 
um, like those type of experiences, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, know that you're not alone. Um, seven years old, I was, um, I dealt with a lot and it was a lot of things that happened that shouldn't have happened. Um, but I'm glad that I'm able to get somewhat courage to say, talk about yeah, it, yeah. but I'm still not fully ready. Um, I had, was involved with this project called the Reconstruction Project and where we we had <coughs> 10 women mm -hmm. from the city. Um, and there were 10 women who were singer songwriters and we all, and I spearheaded this, um, it was this project that we did over two years because pandemic happened and then it just, um, it kind of went a little downhill mm -hmm. from there just because, you know, pandemic, everybody's worried about what the next step is in the world. And, um, but finally I bugged and bugged. It was uh, this radio host, he, he's out in LA now, but it was a radio host who, um, Danny Morrison, shout out to Danny Morrison, but it he was radio host here for a local radio station called 103.9 The Beat. Um, it's no longer 103.9 The Beat, I believe it's The Forge. But he invited me. We had this conversation about three or four years ago. And then two years later, he invites me to a meeting. He's like, hey, I want to have you in this meeting. Mm -hmm. He's like, I have 10 women who are ready to go ahead and be involved in the project we were talking about before. And I said, okay. Fine. And the funny thing is he never sent the beat, by the way. And yes, Danny Morris, yeah. I will say that. Um, <laughs> but he never sent the beat in, so whatever. So long story short, pretty much spearheaded this project where we tackled issues that women had to face or obstacles that women had faced, like low pay rate, low pay rates, mm -hmm. um, and being over uh, sexualized in the office, mm -hmm. um, rape um father father like issues where you know you don't have your father around mm -hmm. um body issues um we tackled so many I, i'll send you guys the link so you guys can yeah, watch it it's such a crazy and um revealing type of project that i'm very proud that i've been on but my topic was rape and um, I wrote about it and <coughs> it really, and I had my crazy thing is I have my daughter in there with me. Um, she's only 10 years old and she was in the studio with me with all these women and we're all writing down this powerful song. Yeah. And to this day, it's still underrated, but it's called the Reconstruction Project. Okay. And um, you guys can find that on YouTube. I'll send you guys a link. Um, yeah, send it over. We'll put it in the yeah. description or something here. Yeah, definitely. Cause it's, it's, it's such a good fucking project like yeah it sounds dope like, yeah. you know, the concept yeah yes and i don't even know why it doesn't get that much attention because i know that when we were doing promo for it we, we previewed it at the at one of the cinemas here in, in bakersfield which mm -hmm. is really cool we had like a private premiere yeah. um but cool. i feel like it should be and and where we filmed the music video was in this place called the mini marvels which is a home for women who are looking to better their life and wow. to get clean and yeah. to um, and then their kids can come there when they're at a certain point of their um, program and stuff like that. So, which speaking on that, this next woman event that I'm having, which who's ever watching this is the first to know that I am having another women's event. Exclusive. We right? are doing it. Yes, this is an exclusive. So if you guys have to, if you guys are watching this, thank you guys for tuning in. Yes, we are. I am planning another women's event and, um, Half of those proceeds will go to the Minis Marvels and supporting um, the women's home and and furthering what their goal is and and just supporting who they are and what they do for the community and for women alone and children. But yeah, so filmed that Mini Marvels and um, we had little in between interviews with the women who are part of that home, and they tell us a story. They tell us their stories in each. Um, in each of their um, interview, and well, I don't want to cry, but it, it's such a beautiful project, and I just hope it gets more attention because it's. We'll, so we'll try to make it blow up. Yeah, we'll try to share it <laughs> yeah, too because that sounds really like yes. inspiring too. Yeah, you should try to uh, maybe I'll, I'll try to like because um, I just talked to this filmmaker because I also like um, 
try to do like other stuff with like on the horror side and stuff like that. So maybe I can yeah. um, ask her because she started distributing like she does horror films, but she's like a, a woman director. And um, she did something similar where like the proceeds are going to like uh, survivors of domestic violence. But oh, yes. she, she found like a distributor and I was like, man, that would be cool if you guys found something like that to distribute, like something, you know, like a little short, because yeah. it sounds like a documentary kind of, even though it's a music video, it's kind of like a mix oh, of a yeah. documentary. Yeah, like yeah. that's, that's a really cool piece. Yeah. I would definitely like put it in the description and, and share that yes. send it to us. Yes, yeah. definitely. I'm going to send it to you guys. It's, it's amazing. Every time I talk about it or every time I watch the video, I cry because, yeah. you know, we tackle so many issues that women go through. And I'm sure men can relate, too, in these mm -hmm. issues, you know, from molestation to being beaten on to um, not being taken serious in the work in the work area to being bullied and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, again, like it's not just for women, it's also for men to become inspired and to really understand what women have to go through too. And what we, um, and, and to be on this understanding level, like men and women understand that, Hey, like anything could happen to both of us. So exactly. to be, a, it, it's just a good project. You guys definitely have to watch it. It's, it's like a seven minute video, but it's, trust me it's worth those seven minutes that's that's really dope. yeah yeah send we'll it over for sure um, yeah definitely um okay and then i wanted to ask to um like what's what is the strength to you um as like that you feel like as a woman we have but that some might see it as a weakness like i just always Ooh, wanted that's to a good question. yeah <laughs> that's a good question um man that is such a good question. <laughs> Probably being independent um, and being assertive. I think a lot of um, a lot of people, whether it be women or men, they see independence either as a threat and intimidation, mm -hmm. or they see it as true. you don't need nobody. And you know, it's like no, that's that's not what independent is in women. Independent. Independence is being able to hold ground on your own, right? Mm -hmm. But it also doesn't mean that she doesn't need to be loved in a certain exactly. way. That's true. You know, us women don't want to hold masculinity higher than our feminine. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we don't want to be here at masculinity and <laughs> here with feminine. We want to be here. And, and I feel like this is for overall people overall um no matter what gender um we all just want to be loved and i think that a lot of men see independence as weakness because they feel like they don't need nobody but it's like that's not the case um so yeah, yeah. I, I that's at least that's how i feel that's a good question though uh, yeah thank you like Very for me I, I was like even thinking about myself so, like what if she asked me back i'm like so i for me like i would say <laughs> yeah for you like, what is it like for me i would say i think our emotions because oh, a lot of people think that because we're emotional right we're like oh well you guys are emotional yes. but yeah. it's because we're intuitive i think it's like i, think I, I like it's a positive right because i think it's a strength of us because we can kind of read people's vibes mm -hmm. we can kind of be, be understanding with different people like being it's not and i hate that we're like emotional because we're not emotional it's just like we're it's empathetic like the, the nurture Right? Part in us a little yeah. bit, right? And I think that's yeah. that's a it's strength. It's our feminine. It's our feminine yes. energy. Yeah. Being true. being able to nurture and being mm -hmm. able to be, um, and and empathetic. Maybe and we're caring, right? over and yeah. Maybe mm -hmm. we we cry or mm -hmm. or that yeah. case, but it doesn't mean yeah. You're right. Emotions because a lot of people see that. Oh, she's crying. She's she's weak. Or she gets mad no. and she's angry. Right? She's an angry woman. She's yeah. angry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like. No, that's not the case. Because when, when men do that, nobody says that, yeah. right? Like, it's never like, oh, addressed. He's being tough or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for... <laughs> so, yes. Oh, man, that's a good question. You had a good point. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. That's so true. Yeah. Good. I didn't think that way. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was an, I'm an overthinker, so I was like, I have to think of one just in case, you know? Um, no, and, I love that. Uh, what about, like, what's your proudest moment? No, has been your proud In general, it doesn't even have to be in, in music, but just in general. Um, in general is being able to go through, um, birthing my children successfully. Yeah. Yeah. That's my proudest moment yeah. is having them babies. <laughs> Shout out to your babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. And, and, um, right now my son, he's five and oh, he is yeah. obsessed with my music. He is oh, like my you. biggest fan. <laughs> like, that's dope. if he has a phone, he's, he's 
speaking to and he's like Stephanie saw sometimes it won't pull up so I have to type it in for him and he'll get upset but yeah my babies and being able to give um, birth to healthy babies that's one of my proudest moments because like I said we give life and to be able to do it successfully and watching them grow and and seeing them have their own interests and their own personalities and stuff like that yeah definitely my babies all righty and then what about you guys but wait oh, well, I gotta oh that's a good one yeah. <laughs> okay you go, you go, you let want me to, think you, you think okay uh for me hmm. i'll probably say i think right now my my proudest moment is just like uh building my confidence because I, I had low self-esteem like for me to even do the podcast like i talk about that all the time like if people would have known me like a long time ago they would have never guessed that i would be doing podcasting or like music like music yeah. probably because it's always been in me since i was like seven years old but I think I was really shy. So like for me to be doing this, it's like, and even like at, at work at my nine to five, like I'm a supervisor. I've never would have thought I would help something like that, you know, like a high oh, yeah. position because I'm so shy. But I think for me, it would be like building my confidence and like self-love for, for at least awesome. for now, it would be the proudest moment. Um, well, I'm uh, proud of you because honestly, <laughs> you're you. so good at hosting. Uh, she like, is, yeah, I know. I'm so I feel like I get like <laughs> some of the stuff I get tongue tied or I get like, but yeah. I feel like you're so good like, at what you're doing. Thank you. Keep, keep pushing that envelope and keep being you. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I'm Thank proud you. of you because proud of both you guys. Like Thank you guys you. are amazing. <laughs> Just to be women and, and, and stepping out and not knowing where you're going to go. You're just like, we want to do this and I don't care what anybody says. And I think that's, yeah, that's the most beautiful thing when I see people strive in their, in their vision of what they were dreaming of or, um, being able to bring that to life. So, cause we can all be visionaries as long mm -hmm. as we just focus and not care what anybody says. Cause, exactly. and that's one of the things I'm proud of too, is, is being confident enough. Yeah. Cause when I first started singing, um, I took singing lessons and, um, I took those for eight months and I got a lot of humiliation in the beginning. Um, and it was, some of it was because of me, because I didn't know what I was doing, but mm -hmm. I still went and did it. Yeah. That's, you didn't let that, yeah. like, make the you fear, you know, you kept going. Yes. Yes. Like I just kept pushing it, pushing it. And the next thing you know, and I hear this from a lot of my peers here in the music community that they're just like, we saw, it's always, this is the same story. It's always, we saw you, we heard of you. Then we see, kept seeing you're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, I always laugh at it. Cause I'm like, dang, I don't, I don't realize that because in the moment you're not realizing that you're becoming this like staple or this artist mm -hmm. or this person that people are like, oh shit. We saw her last year. Last year, she wasn't doing the same thing as she is doing this year. So mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's it's usually that's probably one of my proud things too is being able to be solely who I am and being me. Yeah, that's and nobody telling yeah. me anything. Yeah. Like if I wanted to, if I wanted to like wear crazy makeup, I'm gonna do it. Like you're not gonna tell me <laughs> just because you don't understand it, you know. And that's why, like, um, I don't know if you guys seen this tattoo, but on my, I don't, I think it's on this side. It says "Art to Understand Me." Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But it says art to understand me because I do music and art overall in general. How I talk, how I move my hands, how I do my makeup, everything I do is art. Yeah. Um, just like with you, with you ladies, like everything is art based. How you cook, how you how you maneuver through life, how you um, how you how you talk to people. So yeah. we do art, and that, that's why it's so key. That that thing is so key for me. And I just thought of it one day. I'm like, because yeah. I was thinking, cause I used to be hardheaded too. Like I was, I used to not think, oh, I would go to jail. I would, you know, like, cause I, I have been to jail and it was for minor things like, like drinking in public or whatever. But mm -hmm. for the most part, I've always was, I felt like that's what was me being hardheaded. But, and I would say, man, you're just too hard to understand me. But then when I started doing music, um, which is usually, it was early in my twenties, um, I was like, man, it's art to understand me and not hard to understand me. Because I used to always want to fight. I used to always yeah, just negative. And I look back at that. I'm like, dang, I was, 
I am not the same person at all. Like I used to just be so mad, but I understood why because of my upbringing and what I had to deal with. And I felt like everything was irritating. I had such bottled up anger that I just wanted to just shut people out. out. Yeah. yeah, and and not to say like I was a bully, but I went through a lot of anger problems and a lot of like, man, like frustration. And now I'm just more like a crier, <laughs> just crying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, um, yeah, confidence is is a huge thing, and and knowing who you are, mm-hmm. knowing who you are is is super big, super big. Um, definitely knowing who you are and definitely knowing that you're not the same as everybody else and realizing exactly. that that's and being okay. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And that's the beautiful part of you exactly. is knowing that you're not the same as everybody else and that's embracing true. that, mm-hmm. embracing you. So mm-hmm. definitely. I love that. Yeah, I love I, that you gained your confidence because you, <laughs> it doesn't even show. Really? You know? I know that's what everybody tells me. Like, you oh, I can't even like tell. You've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll let Millie uh, share her. Oh, Did you yeah. think of one? Or? Yeah, I thought okay. of one. Um, I think mine has been sharing my poetry because I think it's my very deepest like feelings. And like I think expressing that to everyone and kind of getting the feedback to to help others because I think that's like my personal stuff and it's helping other people. So I think that's been like one of my proudest moments. <clears throat> that's yeah. awesome and poetry is not easy either yeah because you're having to convey like a lot of your um i mean experiences mm-hmm. or even what you have in your in your mind and um therapeutic and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i i agree like man that's awesome shout out to you for real for sharing your <laughs> poetry you. i have to have to have to read it because I love writing poetry too, and my poetry is kind of weird, though I feel like. But as long as it resonates with other people, I think. Yeah, good. definitely. <laughs> and um, the other one I kind of had here is like, for you, what motivates you um, when you come across like gender barriers? Like, how do you push through through that? Like, what motivates you to keep going? Kind of like you said, like you never quit, you know. So, like, what keeps you motivated? Um, the fact that I know that I have something that nobody else has, um, and wanting to share more of that through music and through art and, um, just being able to be who I am unapologetically and knowing that there's nobody else like me and being able to convey emotions that I've held in for so long um it's that's probably where i'm at yeah that's that's dope yeah and it's good that like like i said whoever's listening to this i hope that they Mm -hmm. take a lot from it because i feel like right now we live in an era where a lot of people want to be like everybody else because of social media like you want to you compare yourself to others and i I think people forget like the beauty like you said of being yourself because like i was watching um it's kind of random but i was watching a farruko um interview right because they were just recently yeah. bashing him because he converted to like uh, religion kind of uh but the, what he was speaking of like i kind of agreed because he said he realized that as an artist farruko was like a character but the real like real life person was a shitty person so he's like i needed to change my life and i was pretty much it was like the whole farruko was like a character and it was a facade like people thought i was like a nice guy but in reality i was a shitty father a shitty husband and I was like, I thought it was like really dope for him, especially for like a musica urbana, you know, like you don't really hear that a lot, that message. Yeah. And like you realize he's like, I realized I needed to be a better person. And he's like, I was a little bit disappointed by the my fans and supporters, not the fact that they didn't support me, the fact that they rather uh, support a negative narrative of like me versus <laughs> yeah. like a positive person. I'm embracing like being a better person and I'm trying to now do that through my music. And I like I was like, yeah, that's that's so true, because a lot of people now embrace the negativity. Yeah. And instead of yeah. like being like, oh, he's like, he's actually trying to be a better person instead of like, oh, no, I want to like just listen to like, you know, reggaeton and like party and stuff like, no, he's like trying to be a better oh, human, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. And I thought that definitely. was dope to hear that from like a big, like a big name artist like him, you know, like, so it kind of ties in, like, I was just trying to tie it in like to what you said about like the beauty of like trying to be yourself, also being a, a like a, a great human being too and understanding to others. Because a lot of uh, times I think artists, um, 
sometimes people forget where they came from, I think, and they kind of let yeah. the, the hype get to them or I don't know, different things, right? Get to them. Um, and no, you, yeah. you realize you changed who you were. Like, obviously, it's, it's growth is, is inevitable growth in a positive way. Right. But if you're using yeah. it to grow your ego, then that's like a whole that's a whole different thing, you know? Um, yeah. And and I feel like some um, that some artists, that's why, like, uh, I'll be honest, whenever I go, like, whenever, like, my friend circle, it's not small because I cut people off. Um, it's small because I'm more, I think I'm more to myself and, like, my relationship and my kids and stuff. And don't get me wrong, like, there's some times where I'm like, I miss my girls, but at the same time, I have to understand that. And this is, this is always for me and that they live their lives too. And you can't expect people to always be reaching out to you every time, every time we're not in high school anymore, you know, and everybody's dealing with their own lives and everybody Mm -hmm. has their own obstacles they're dealing with. And sometimes maybe they want to isolate and, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's why when people say cut them off and, and, that's true to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. but I don't believe in that. I hate that saying when people are like, I'm going to cut them off. I'm like, I I mean, I can see like, if honestly, I don't know. I can't see anything actually because (laughs) cutting like that whole, like, I'm going to cut you off or something. I just feel like, unless they're just like in like a, like a super, super abusive relationship and like things Mm -hmm. like where stalking is happening, obviously that's, that's called for but I mean I'm meaning like if your friend doesn't check up on you or you haven't seen him seen them in months um that's not necessarily cut off that's just you not understanding that they're going through things too and it's not all about you all the time that's true it's like they say like you're your own main character in your own world but you're a side (laughs) character in their world you know like (laughs) people forget that sometimes you feel like I think it happens because I know I'm guilty of it sometimes we're like oh man this person hasn't reached out but it's like it's like it's a it's like a give and take right it's like a balance and you gotta like you said understand that everybody has their own life yeah 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 and and that does and that's why Friends, that's why when um, I had saw this thing where it says when you hit 30, your circle is like super small. And it's not even that it's super small. It's just the fact that everybody's living. Everybody's learning. Everybody's actually doing, actually living their life. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not, um, we're between my 25 and, because I'm 32. So between my 25 to now, I've learned that friendships are still alive but you gotta there's 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 a there's like a spot in life where there's that growth spurt where people are meeting new people you know your friends yeah. are meeting new new people they they find a new interest yeah or your mind you know, just changes interest yeah. and your life yeah. changes and it doesn't necessarily mean you're not friends anymore it just means that there's a shift in the interest and a lot of people sometimes take that to heart and I think that's what lacks too is mm-hmm. being able to understand that a lot of people don't understand that I feel like like some, you know even when people say oh you're a stranger it's like <laughs> don't come at me with that subliminal or that sarcastic <laughs> shit like yeah. <laughs> just say just say what you want to say or you know it yeah but I, I that's what I really feel and it's not necessarily cutting people off. It's really, really people just living their life and understanding who they are too. So the same way as I'm trying to understand who I am, it's the same way like my friends are, That's true. Um, my musical peers. And I don't have to respond to people if I don't want to. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. I'm not in the right mind state, I'm not going to feel like the conversation is genuine. So but yeah, that's, I hate that word. I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. Yeah, but now that you say it, like, it gives a me like point. a different perspective yeah. of it. Yeah. Because yeah. like, even like you said, like there's, there's even friends that you have too, where it's like you haven't seen each other in years and you just reconnect again. And it's like, it was just like never, like you never disconnected. Yeah. So just yeah. on the friendship. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, and that's very big. Like my friend, um, my, one of my good friends, shout out to my girl, Jess, um, <laughs> We go on this break where we don't really hang out for a little while because, you know, like she has kids, she has her um, her life and, and so do I have my stuff over here. But every time we link up, it's mm-hmm. like 
we've never lost had that lost time in the yeah. middle so cherish those friendships yeah. and and yeah. definitely um take time to understand and take a step back that sometimes the world don't evolve around you that's true um <laughs> you know what i mean like and i mean it, it it, that's just how I feel, at least. That's just what I think. And a lot of people may disagree, and that's fine. I, I'm not here to prove my, my beliefs yeah. or put, put put it on people, because then I'd sound, um, and no disrespect to some religions, but yeah. then I'd sound like some type of religion, like knocking at your door. And like, yeah, have you heard of our Lord, Savior, Jesus? Seriously. No, yeah. but, um, no, shout out to God, though. Shout out yeah. to God. Be here for that. <laughs> for real. Um, but, yeah, no, just understanding that, we all are going, we're all maneuvering through life um, and we're all still learning how to maneuver through it. So don't hate your friends for just taking a little time away. It's, their love is still there. I just think that people have to understand that. And sometimes that's not understood. So yeah, and no, there's mix up, yeah. miscommunications, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, all right. Well, it was like, it was great, like having this conversation with you. Yeah. We, like I said, we appreciate having you on this uh, episode and, you know, we're going to try to have more seasons too. So we'll, you're always like uh, open door policy, like Kelsey says. Um, and cause like, I feel like this is like a therapeutic session for people. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. cool, like for all of us yes. to talk about things that we never really talk about um as artists too and not even as artists but just you know human beings and stuff like that so we appreciate you and yeah, we want to give you your you know your flowers too because even though like i i just got put on to you maybe i think i want to say like three years ago i want to say like at the first like the first office i ever attended was in 2019 so it was like with and i think it was the one where you were at the after party i don't think i i stayed for the whole thing but i remember like hearing about you and then Kelsey like talking out like great things about you and I was like oh and then I, oh, I listened yeah. yeah I saw some of your you heard some of your music yeah. <laughs> right so I was like it was like, really- like I seriously like this is it's so crazy to hear that, that yeah. you've heard about me long before like I thought it was just recently but three years ago yeah awesome. yeah because I get super super excited when I hear that or super like ah, because like I said, like when I was growing up, I was, uh, there was a lot of misunderstanding of me or who I was and just still trying to find myself. But the fact that you guys know who I am and then just love what I do is, is beautiful thing. So no, thank you. You transmit like very positive energy too. Cause I'm big on energy and I just like, I can see like right when I saw you on Chrissy's internet, I was like, oh, she's like, I don't know. You feel like that positivity. Oh, thank you so much. That's all. Yeah. Oh, that is that. Amen. So do you, ladies. I love. Honestly, I was like, when you right now, when you're like, all right, thank you for being on. I'm like, it's already over. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm about to drive out there. Oh, no. Hey, no, for real. Like, let us know, and then if you have, like you say, you have an upcoming event, let us know. We're down yeah. to like make the trip, or mm-hmm. like if you're ever down oh, here in San Diego, yeah. you're you have a home here too. Like, yeah. you know, let just hit know. us up. We're here. Awesome. I know you mentioned you don't have like a, a big circle of like those people that you could talk about your depression. Feel free to talk to us. Yeah. Like we're we're open, you know. No, open that, book. Here we're too. an open book here, <laughs> so just letting you know the doors open here, and like we appreciate Thank you. you. I um uh, I actually was in uh, <laughs> I was in San Diego with Rick Scales. Oh, shout long. out to Rick Scales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. Oh, that's true. That's true. Was for the slapping hands, right? That he does, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Slapping hands. And and shout out to San Diego. Y'all rock. Hit me out there. Y'all know how to rock for real. Because when I went to San Diego, it was my first time performing in San Diego, and I've known Rick Scales for some time now. Yeah. Um, And and I'm so bad at knowing how we first met. Yeah. But um, yeah, shout out to Rick Scales. And when I went out there, crazy energy crazy <laughs> san diego showed out and showed love so shout out to san diego yeah, shout, shout out to you ladies <laughs> thank um, you keep what i do want to say to you ladies is and that's very inspiring to see women out here holding down um holding it down in not just um not just your guys's art form but also you guys are doing podcasts you guys are interviewing um artists like us on um you know touchy topics and i appreciate you guys for breaking barriers and breaking um the cycle of having only male dominance in this in this industry and also in this field so shout out to you ladies for doing it for real like you guys are amazing and thank you i don't i hope to see you guys far and 
Um, I hope to meet you ladies one day, like in the, and, but I just can't wait to see you guys a year from now. Cause I know it's going to be like, yeah, bigger than what it is. manifesting that says, yes. and, and we're like uh, telling Kilsey right here. <laughs> if he, he yeah, to this no. episode. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, thank you. No, I, I admire this so much. So when, like I said, when Eddie was like, Hey, we want to get you on the podcast. And he mm-hmm. mentioned it. It was you two. I said, absolutely. I am ready because I think not enough women take that time or take that role. And there's like, run with it yeah. so <laughs> no, cc yeah, <laughs> that's the motto right there <laughs> all right man, Stephanie. well thank you so much and uh we hopefully like see you soon in person we would love to see you in person yes i'll be on san diego this weekend don't I know. play me i know <laughs> <laughs> I'll, we'll show you over our phone numbers <laughs> yes yeah. thank you guys for having me on um Shout out to Platform Collection for allowing um, me to be a part of this beautiful movement and be a part of your guys' journey. And um, yeah, I appreciate y'all. Thank you guys Thank so you. Much. We appreciate you we too. We appreciate you. <laughs> All right. Take care. Yes. See Hi. you. All right. See you. Yeah. You too. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to The Heartful Truth. Uh, this was episode, Melly, correct me again, six, right? Six, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we're almost there. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> almost there. We're almost at the finish line. Uh, but we thank you guys for tuning in. This was a really dope episode. Uh, I'll let Melly give the closing lines. Um, and yeah, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, sorry, I'm sick, so I did push through. Um, but thank you so much to Stephanie Soul for um, being so vulnerable and sharing her story. Um, it's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. And thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, remember, we do have merch. We have stickers. Then um, if you're here on the YouTube channel, Platform Collection, subscribe. We appreciate it. Um, and thank you guys. Have a great thank rest you. of your week or weekend. Peace. Peace.